Welcome back to the B2B Marketing Guidebook Podcast. My name is Uwe Seebacher and I'm again more than happy to be your host. Thank you very much for all your feedback and comments on our first best of of the B2B Marketing Guidebook Podcast, in which we looked at the general contingency situation in the area of the industry, the economy and also B2B marketing. In this next part of the best of, we are narrowing down the focus. So coming from this big picture of the industry, we are now looking down at what are the strategic aspects and what are the frame methods like template-based management in order to develop the sound knowledge and basis for a sustainable and impactful B2B marketing development work. And immediately one episode came to my mind with Alex Kearns from UK. He's a pro in marketing strategy. And here's what he said. I've developed a framework over, over the 20 years that, that I've been in, in B2B, industrial marketing. And um, it's really an eight-step framework which enables a marketing manager or a marketing director or a team on, on, the, on the client, on the industrial side of things or in a B2B company to put together a, a detailed strategy for kind of one to five years. Now, this is really based on um, over 200 um, different marketing plans for different companies across the, across the entirety of my career. So both client side and agency side consulting. Um, so once you've done more than 200 marketing plans and for more than 200 different companies, you, you tend to have a good feel for what works, what doesn't work, uh, how things are evolving in terms of new channels, new techniques, and um, it allows you really to refine a process and distill and filter down a process to what are the, the perfect, almost um, repeatable, consistent elements that are consistent within lots of different types of industrial or B2B environments. And so really that, that's the framework I've put together it's um, it's almost a support structure. It's a roadmap for how um, a marketing manager on, on a B2B client side effectively could, could produce that strategy and then implement that strategy. I wish I'd had it. I must admit that. I wish I'd had a, probably a roadmap like that 20 years ago when I started out in my marketing career. Hearing my little coffee dog with Alex Cairns, he also came up with an essential aspect in regards to organizational awareness for the topic of marketing strategy, which we have to be aware and overcome. Sometimes not even that. Sometimes zero people in the marketing department. And it's a case of maybe a sales director wearing a marketing hat or the CEO of the company maybe wearing a marketing hat, you know, for one or two days a month. and just dipping the toe in the water and marketing here, but then going back to running the, the rest of the, um, what you know can be a, an engineering or a manufacturing organization for the, the rest of the time. So I think it's, um, it's certainly slow to, to get onto the radar of senior leadership teams within, within SME companies. I think it's, um, I think that's changing from, that is changing from the start of my marketing career. And it, 
it's starting to have some more acceptance and it's starting to gain credibility um, in the eyes of senior leadership. But um, I actually think that's why strategy is such a fundamental part of the process as well, because strategy helps to quantify what the point of marketing is and what, the, what its value to an organization is. In a, in a traditional consumer organization or in, in big consumer brands, that's well established, it's well accepted, and you know, often there, there are not massive obstacles to spending huge amounts of money on campaigns. Um, sometimes, you know, very off-the-cuff campaigns as well. In B2B, in these technical niche uh, complex environments, it's um, you know, often involving technical skill sets and job titles. There's much more need for data, there's much more need for quantification of, uh, of the value of, of these processes. So, so yeah, I think that's where strategy is vital. And this issue that Alex mentioned about the missing structural organizational awareness was also raised in another very enriching and enlightening coffee talk I had with the more than sympathetic lady from Germany, Susanne Trautmann. And she was explaining how and what was one of her life-changing experiences in order to learn from looking outside her box. Because we were about to launch an on-demand platform for 3D printing, but we couldn't do it all on our own. We had some lack of, um, of skills, so we looked for startups that could help us to fill the gaps. And we went to Rocket Space, that's a tech accelerator in San Francisco. Large parts of our team worked in San Francisco for many months, and I was among that. It was a, super super exciting and life-changing experience for me because i learned i got to know a lot of startups i wanted to understand how they actually market themselves and why they are so successful because they have small budget but make large impact and they use two tools that i didn't know before that i use now because they are great it's inbound marketing one tool the other tool is the Business Model Canvas by Alexander Osterwalder. He developed a framework that allows you to downsize a business plan to just one page, which means that basically every chapter of the business plan shrinks down to just a box on that page. And um, the ability to reduce complex information in a beautiful way like this made me actually fell in love with the Business Model Canvas right away. This means if we will become successful in making the complex marketing issues look simple and understandable, this will also have significant impact on the organizational awareness and the learning process so that our dear colleagues in the other departments will understand more and more how valuable B2B marketing and good industrial marketing can contribute to the sales and order intake, enabling us to develop from a cost driver to order intake driver. Now, this is also 
relevant when it comes to another core topic which is on lips of everybody currently account-based marketing and i was privileged to host one of the leading international experts in the area of account-based marketing andy bacon abm is still new to many people although there's now a, 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 a it's been a trend for a while for i would say more than half maybe as much as 80 percent abm is still something very new the early adopters within the IT industry, and they've been at it for a while, although we still see many IT organizations becoming to adopt ABM. Professional services now are really jumping on. So I think what's quite important is to not miss the basics. I'm gonna be talking much about sort of principles, best practice, and they are pretty much the same. So I would mislead you to say I'm going to come out with some huge break, brown breaking news on ABM because it is a science, it is an approach, and I think the important, the most value I can give people um, is to share some of my experiences and what what works, what doesn't, so that they they come at it from the right direction. Really, the principles, so mm -hmm. that they start off on the right track. Mm -hmm. um, it's one of those situations where everyone's very keen to get started very quickly. You know, they've, they've got this big new idea, they've spoken to some people in the organization, they may have spoken to the sales team, everyone's sort of raring to go, and they fling themselves off the edge of a cliff uh, quite rapidly. And uh, I spend a lot of my time uh, trying to sort of rein people back to do the proper planning and due diligence and things like that. So. I want to try and share some of the best approaches and what's important to get right first to build the framework. ABM is that you'll get 10 different answers and so ABM means a lot of different things to different people and I think um, many are a little bit confused as to what it is and how they sh could or should apply it to their business by giving some clarity uh, really explaining why it is that ABM was first codified by a lady called Beth Burgess, who wrote a, wrote a book on ABM back in 2003. But why is it now become the flavor, the, the, the big thing that um, most CMOs now have on their, on their budget? What, what's driven that change? So I want to sort of un, uncover that so that so people understand a little bit of a history and to sort of guide them through uh the different forms of abm uh and where to start and the differences between the different types the biggest challenge is the most seem to feel that abm is a kind of a different form of demand gen um i think most organizations struggle with their effectiveness of of demand gen and in, and in many instances it's broken and they kind of jump from 
conventional demand gen across into ABM because they see the the incredible results that many organizations receive, you know, have, have achieved. And they think quite rightly, well, that'll fix the problem. I'll have some of that, please. And that's not a good place to start. IT tools do not solve our problems. This is true for marketing tech, but also for account-based marketing. The core message of this best of second part of the B2B marketing guidebook must be that we have to do our homework, may it be in the area of strategy, tools, but also solutions. We won't create and develop the required maturity and awareness in our organizations for state-of-the-art marketing in the area of B2B if we do not provide the required underlying processes in form of a marketing process library, job descriptions, KPIs, so that we transparently can communicate how B2B marketing is working. This was the second part of the best of of the B2B Marketing Guidebook podcast featuring Alex Kearns, Susanne Trautmann and last but not least Annie Bacon. As always, do not forget to send us your comments, remarks, questions and feedback because this will get you maybe in the position to win one of the hand-signed copies of the B2B Marketing Guidebook available from November 2020. My name is Uwe Seebacher. Stay negative and think positive. Stay tuned. Goodbye.